Welcome to the Weekly Holy Reading with Bree. Each week, I guide you and prompt you through a portion of Scripture with the discipline of Lectio Divina. If you're not familiar with what Lectio Divina is, I encourage you to go listen to the first episode where I briefly explain the discipline and talk about the process and different stages of Lectio Divina. This week, we will be reading John chapter 16. In the midst of all that is going on right now, I have been reading and meditating on John chapter 16 and 17. So I thought that we would break away from Revelation and spend some time in John. Go ahead and get your Bible and journal ready, and let's prepare to meditate on God's Word. Before we begin reading, let me tell you just a little bit about what has been going on in the prior chapters. Jesus has been having many conversations with the disciples. He has talked with them, telling them that he has gone before them and preparing a place for them in his father's house. He has also been telling them that he is the way, the truth, and the life. He has also told the disciples that he has promised the Holy Spirit to us saying that the Spirit will be our helper and our guide. John 15 is the largely known passage where Christ says that He is the vine and we are the branches, and for us to abide in Him and that we will bear much fruit. At the end of chapter 15, Jesus starts talking about the hatred of the world. So in chapter 16, when he begins by saying, I have said all these things to you, this is what he's referring to. Let's just sit and prepare our hearts, our minds, and our spirits. Let's quiet ourselves, put our focus and attention on our Lord God. Sit and ask Him to refresh you and to mold you as He speaks to you through His Word. O Jesus, We come to you and we say that you are our one true teacher. We open our ears, we open our hearts, we open our minds to receive your words. Expand our minds so that we can understand. O Holy Spirit, take these words 
that we are about to hear and turn them into life. Transform us into your image, Lord. Transform us so much so that when people come to us and they walk away, all they can remember is you, O oh God. May we be forgotten and your name be magnified. Speak to us, teach us, O oh God, transform us, O oh Lord. Amen. Turn to John chapter 16. I will be reading from the ESV Bible. John chapter 16. I have said all these things to you to keep you from falling away. They will put you out of the synagogues. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he is offering service to God. And they will do these things because they have not known the Father, nor me. But I have said these things to you, that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told them to you. I did not say these things to you from the beginning, because I was with you. But now I am going to him who sent me. And none of you asks me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, Sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away, for if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father, and you will see me no longer. Concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of Truth comes, he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you, and all that the Father has is mine. Therefore I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. A little while, and you will see me no longer. And again, a little while, and you will see me. So some of his disciples said to one another, What is this that he says to us? A little while, and you will not see me. And again, a little while, and you will see me. And because I'm going to the Father? So they were saying, What does he mean by a little while? We do not know what he is talking about. Jesus knew that they wanted to ask him, 
So he said to them, Is this what you're asking yourselves, what I meant by saying, A little while, and you will not see me, and again, a little while, you will see me? Truly, truly, I say to you, you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. You will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will turn into joy. When a woman is giving birth, she has sorrow because her hour has come. But when she has delivered the baby, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born and brought into the world. So also you have sorrow now, but I will see you again, and your hearts will rejoice, and no one will take your joy from you. In that day, you will ask nothing of me. Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Until now, You have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive, that your joy may be full. I have said these things to you in figures of speech. The hour is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figures of speech, but will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day, you will ask in my name, And I do not say to you that I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you, because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. I came from the Father and have come into the world, and now I am leaving the world and going to the Father. His disciples said, Ah, Now you're speaking plainly and not using figures of speech. Now we know that you know all things and do not need anyone to question you. This is why we believe that you came from God. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Behold, the hour is coming. Indeed, it has come when you will be scattered, each to his own home, and will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, for the Father is with me. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Now, I want you to take a moment, and I want you to read back over or scan your eyes back over the chapter. What is the Lord trying to point out to you? Mark a few verses. Spend some time with Him. Pause and do that. Now I want you to breathe in the air of the Holy Spirit that resides in you. Ask the Spirit 
to guide you in all the truth. Ask him to speak God's word to you. Ask him to declare the things that are to come. Ask him to glorify Christ in you. Now, I want you to sit and receive. Receive the wisdom and the knowledge and all of the spiritual blessings that the Spirit has to offer you. Sit and receive as the Spirit declares what is Christ's to you. Now I'm going to read John chapter 16 again. Sit and listen to the words. Let the words soak into you. Listen to what Jesus is saying. John chapter 16 I have said all these things to you to keep you from falling away. They will put you out of the synagogues. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he is offering service to God. And they will do these things because they have not known the Father, nor me. But I have said these things to you, that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told them to you. I did not say these things to you from the beginning because I was with you. But now I am going to him who sent me. And none of you asks me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father, and you will see me no longer. Concerning judgment, 
because the ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of Truth comes, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. And all that the Father has is mine. Therefore I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. A little while, and you will see me no longer. And again, a little while, and you will see me. So some of his disciples said to one another, What is this that he says to us? A little while, and you will not see me, and again a little while, and you will see me, and because I'm going to the Father? So they were saying, What does he mean by a little while? We do not know what he is talking about. Jesus knew that they wanted to ask him, so he said to them, Is this what you're asking yourselves, what I meant by saying, a little while, and you will not see me, and again, a little while, you will see me? Truly, truly, I say to you, you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. You will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will turn into joy. When a woman is giving birth, she has sorrow because her hour has come. But when she has delivered the baby, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born and brought into the world. So also you have sorrow now, but I will see you again, and your hearts will rejoice, and no one will take your joy from you. In that day, you will ask nothing of me. Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive, that your joy may be full. I have said these things to you in figures of speech. The hour is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figures of speech, but will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day, you will ask in my name, and I do not say to you that I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you, because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. I came from the Father and have come into the world, and now I am leaving the world and going to the Father. His disciples said, Ah, now you're speaking plainly and not using figures of speech. Now we know that you know all things and do not need anyone to question you. This is why we believe that you came from God. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Behold, the hour is coming. Indeed, it has come when you will be scattered, each to his own home, and will leave me alone. 
yet I am not alone, for the Father is with me. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. There is so much sorrow, so much anguish in this world right now. Do you have sorrow in your life? Right here in this chapter, Jesus says that one day no one will be able to take your joy away from you. Sit and look into Jesus' face. Search for the one true hope that is found in Christ. Ask, and you will receive, that your joy may be full. Now I want you to sit and tell Jesus how you find joy in him. Pause and do that. Now I want you to read John chapter 16 out loud. Is there anything new that you see as you are reading? Pause and do that. Now sit and rest in the promise that he has told us. In him we have peace. Abide in him and he will abide in you. There is no escaping the world right now. This is the world that we live in. In this world we have tribulation. But if we choose to abide in him, he will give us peace in the midst of all that is going on. That is his promise. Believe it. Accept it. In this world, there is tribulation. But take heart, dear saints. He has overcome the world. Now I want you to just submit yourself to what you have read today. How are you going to take what has been revealed to you and live it out 
and offer the love of Jesus to those around you. Now ask the Lord to take what has been read today, to take what has been revealed, and to make it permeate in your life. Tell him, I trust and have faith that the words that you have spoken today will transform my life. Ask him to saturate your mind with the knowledge of his love, reverence of his power, and desire for his beauty. I'm going to end with a prayer by Terry Hinks from his book, Praying the Way. Every advantage is ours, amazing God, not because of education or wealth, race or status, religion or technology, success or achievement. The advantage comes from you. The words of Jesus are there to remember always, showing us where we come from and to whom we belong, showing us that death has been overcome. Tears and sorrow will come to an end. The Spirit's gift is here to lead us on, to open new truths, new visions, and a new time and changing world. Come, Spirit, teach us the way of Jesus among neighbors of every faith and none. Come, Spirit, teach us the wisdom of Jesus among global economics and the politics of fear. Come, Spirit, teach us the love of Jesus in a world with all its advantages and all its desperate needs. Amen.